Welcome to episode 12 of the Family Travel Australia podcast. We are Katie, Paul and Jasper from the Feel Good Family. Join us as we explore this great country, Australia, its people, places and cultures. Welcome back. Hello for another week. Yes, hope you've had a great week. We certainly have. We've had a fantastic week. Here we have. It's been a week. Uh, for us to reflect, actually. Hmm, nice been, starting point. Hasn't it? I've felt that it's all been about being thankful this week for us. Most definitely. I think the last few weeks have certainly reminded us of how precious time with your family is and, and how fragile life can be. And so we have been, we've really been focusing on being extra grateful and being maybe not extra grateful, but aware of our gratitude yes we've always talked about uh something that we formed as a new habit which was uh first five minutes and last five minutes in one of the very first episodes actually we talked about that as part of our planning and in that first and last five minutes part of that is really being thankful for everything that is in your life your family your friends uh, and so, yeah, so it's been a good week for us. We've, we've spoken about that a lot and reminded ourselves, you know, that we're getting to do these incredible experiences where we do feel very privileged to be able to have the time to do that. Uh, and although we're doing some great experiences, some big ticket experiences, um, it's a reminder that it's the time that you allow yourself to spend with each other that really does create the best memories. Definitely. And I, I actually think where we stayed this week really helped us, I think, become aware of that even more. Um, we've been on the road now for what is starting to feel like a good amount of time. <laughs> we've been staying this week in Burnett Heads, which is a sleepy seaside village mm. just north of the Bundaberg CBD. And we absolutely fell in love with Burnett Heads. Uh, we were staying at the Burnett Heads Lighthouse Caravan Park, which was very quiet while we were there. People came and go, but it certainly wasn't a a big, fancy park no, with I loads mean, of there vans. There was plenty of spaces every day. And on the weekend, you'd expect uh, for its location and position for it to be crowded. It's almost like... No one knows about It's this a hidden place. gem. We definitely feel like this beautiful little town is a hidden gem. And what I loved about our time there was that it did afford us those moments, those moments that you just talked about, Paul. Mm. Jasper would literally open his eyes in the morning and the first thing that would come out of his mouth, well, maybe not the first thing, after good morning would be, can we build a train track outside? So we'd go outside, it could be 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning, he would build a train track under the awning, Paul and I could make a coffee, sit and watch and just have time together. And we really soaked that up staying in Burnett Heads. Yeah, and it didn't cost anything. At, no. Was, uh, and that, that really is, I think, what ends up making those special moments and what you really end up reflecting on was gee that was good to be able to 
really just be in that moment uh, for him to know that your total awareness and your total focus is on him mm-hmm. uh, yeah special time really lovely so definitely one on our we'll be back list I think we will uh, head back to burn it heads it will become I would think a, a special place where we're hey we want to go away for the weekend or you know we've got sure. a few days up our sleeves where can we go um, it's a really lovely location that's you know unless this podcast uh, goes viral and everyone <laughs> moves to Burnett Heads and well, we, we might not go there. But. Actually, it's a terrible place. Don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is a little hidden gem. It's right on the water. And one of the great things about driving into Burnett Heads is the agricultural land as you're driving in. I mean, Bundaberg, the region itself, is known as one of Australia's... Uh, I guess it's the food pot, isn't it? The hot pot. Hot yeah, pot. absolutely. Stock pot. I think that region um, produces somewhere between 60 and 80% uh, of... Australia's produce? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's something like that. Or maybe if we've got that wrong, let us know. Whatever it is, it's a lot. It's a lot. And and they, I think because of the rich volcanic soil there and the perfect weather conditions, the range of what they grow in the region, and maybe that's more what the statistic is, they pretty much can grow everything. So you can get so many good things from that region. But driving through and seeing that rich red dirt and those crops and the Fields and hectares the of fields. It's incredible. Tractors and irrigation mm. and massive hay bales, and then you get to Burnett Heads and you are right on the water. It's really beautiful, isn't it? It is. It was great to send the drone up, actually, yes. and and get some of that. Uh, it it kind of goes from beach to a little bit of rugged coastline, and it's quite a good mix. And then as the drone got higher, the backdrop is agriculture. Yeah, um, it it is a unique place for us in in our travels so far. And what is fantastic is that it is literally, gosh, I'm going to say 15 minutes from the CBD of Bundaberg. Mm, So close. Yeah. So that was really fantastic as a base for us to then be able to explore that region. And we decided actually very, very early on the second day, I think, that we would need longer than a week. Easily, yes. So we had done our research and we'd made a list of all the attractions or experiences that we wanted to go and see and do. And first cab off the rank was one that we didn't know too much about the history, but certainly inspired us and connected with us on an emotional level too. And that was the Hinkler Hall of Aviation, which is located within the Botanic Gardens in Bundaberg. And before we talk about the Hinkler Hall, I just want to make special mention of the Botanic Gardens because so far tripping around, we have seen a good share of Botanic Gardens and we know that they're a beautiful place to go for that natural, you know, that fix of green and take your shoes off and walk in the grass and see some incredible plant life. But this Botanic Gardens at Bundaberg is like an attraction in itself. Yes. Inside the Botanic Gardens are the Hinkler Hall of Aviation, which we'll talk about in a second, 
It is also home to the Sugarcane Railway Museum. I don't know if that's correct, but basically it's a not-for-profit organisation and there is a train line that runs around the Botanic Gardens and this group of very passionate people restore, purchase and restore old cane train engines that go into the collection here at the Botanic Gardens. They have a steam engine that unfortunately wasn't running during our visit because of the high fire threat and conditions at the time, but we got to ride on one of the diesel cane train locomotives called Valdora, which is kind of cool because Valdora is a suburb on the Sunshine Coast. So my, uh, I guess, growing up home ground. And this girl used to work in the cane fields out near Maroochydore's, uh, you know, sort of Bly Bly, Nambour area. Um, and it was such a highlight for Jasper and a really beautiful way to get around the Botanic Gardens as well and see the diversity of the Botanic Gardens itself and cheap as chips, like as far as a, hey, what do you want to do today? Let's go and ride on a train experience. It's a really wonderful family-friendly experience or great experience if you've got a train buff in your family as well. Then aside from that, there's also the Fairy Mead Museum. Mm-hmm. And that, we didn't go and visit that this time, but good reason to go back to the Botanic Gardens again. And that is the whole history of the sugar industry in Bundaberg. And I'm sure it would be super interesting uh, to learn all about mm. that industry. And there was also a fantastic playground right opposite the Hinkler Hall of Aviation that Jasper just loves spending time on, a big sandpit area, water play area. So the Botanic Gardens was a destination in itself. It it definitely is. And we actually went twice. We did. Yeah, it was awesome. Yes, because you're driving in and there's this, uh, you know, massive structure that is the Hall of Aviation and we're looking at that, and Jasper in the back seat goes, "Look at that playground!" Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> which was on the opposite side of the road. So, mm-hmm. he's um, he's definitely getting us to do the playground tour of Australia currently. <laughs> uh, but he wanted to go back to that playground, so that 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 was great fun. The Hinkler Hall of Aviation was truly a, an eye opener for us. I, I don't. Um, no, if either of us really knew about it other than, you know, our, our Googling on what to do in Bundaberg and a, a brochure that we had picked up along the way. But this, um, I guess, tribute to a pioneer of aviation and uh, who became a superstar around the world and, and now really a hero of uh, a local hero for Bundaberg in Bert Hinkler, is a world-class museum for aviation. And not only a museum, but an interactive, immersive experience. We're probably not at the stage with Jasper yet, being only three, that we can take him to too many museums. We've done a couple, but they certainly don't hold his attention like they would with older children. But this was totally interactive. He absolutely loved it there and it was a beautiful tribute and such an incredible and interesting story of this man who was born 
in Bundaberg and lived in the early 1900s and was absolutely a pioneer of aviation and did incredible, incredible things in his short lifespan. It was just such a moving experience. I loved it. Yeah, and so did Jasper. And like like you say, the amount of interactivity, uh, not only for Jasper, but for us as well. I mean, there's a number of different uh, flight simulators. There's the Globe Theatre that sent is like a centrepiece for the museum as you walk around. There's uh, almost replica ironing boards, which is part of the, the storytelling of Bert's life when he made his first glider by using his mum's ironing board. So Jasper was able to lay on that ironing board and then look into a screen and and glide like Bert. Over Monrepo Beach in Bundaberg, which is exactly what happened with Bert when he built his first glider. So they've weaved the history through the interactive storytelling incredibly well. And something else that is remarkable <laughs> as part of this storytelling here is that alongside the Aviation Museum is the original house that Bert Hinkle lived in during his time in London. It was actually Southampton. And a group of very dedicated fans, I would say. passionate people. Um, Incredible people. I mean, this is, you know, gosh, 40, 50 years after he passed away, have heard that they were going to demolish this house over in Southampton in the United Kingdom and were able to, through fundraising and a a dollar match uh, funding uh, agreement with the Queensland government, fly over and spend a month uh, basically demantling his Mm -hmm. entire home brick by brick, uh, item by item. Everything was categorised. Everything was numbered and marked. Uh, The plans were drawn up. They were then sponsored through a shipping freight company to then have it all shipped to Bundaberg and then in a very short six-month period had completely and perfectly recreated his house in the Botanic Garden. It's amazing. (laughs) Until you see it, can you believe it? Uh, Within the museum itself, even before you pay to enter, is a three-minute video that completely summarises this perfectly and tells the story of this incredible and, yeah, remarkable feat to actually make this project happen. Amazing. Oh, I love too that you can, not only can you see the house from the outside, but you can actually, with your ticket that you get to enter the Hall of Aviation, you can walk through Bert's house, which I just found so moving. I really love that. We just spent more easily an hour inside the hall getting to know this incredible man and his life Mm. and then to be able to walk inside his home it was almost like you could feel him in fact it's quite magical because they open the door for you for Bert's house which is a beautiful green door from inside the Hall of Aviation. So it's quite magical as you approach the door, the door opens inwards and Jasper was just like, oh. Magic. Yeah, he actually mm. really believed that, you know, it could have been Bert that opened the door for us. But it just felt, it just felt really special. It was a very moving experience. I think they do it very well in that 
triggers an audio scape as you enter. So the old wireless comes on. and mm. The whole yeah. experience was very immersive. And, and the Bundaberg Regional Council have done a fantastic job there with the Hinkler Hall of Aviation. And it's a good opportunity for us to give a shout-out to Paula. And Tracy. Yeah. Yes, and very passionate ladies that are so connected to this story of Bert Hinkler and really yeah, gave us that opportunity to share in that and, you know, now we're telling everyone about it because oh, it was just incredible. a really unique experience. So from there we went to our next attraction, probably a little more known for our generation, and that was the Bundaberg Brewed Drinks, home of the famous, iconic mm-hmm. ginger beer. Mm, yum. I was particularly excited about this because I grew up with that ginger beer. I'm a huge fan of it. And we didn't really know what to expect. We knew that they offered a factory tour, but I had no idea what we were about to embark on. No, and it's relatively new. The uh, They've had a big refurb of the barrel, as it's known, for the actual tour. And just a quick side note for our listeners uh, outside of Australia, ginger beer is non-alcoholic. Mm, good point. Just when Katie said she grew up drinking it. But, uh... <laughs> yes. <laughs> so just make that point. Mm. What I love about this ginger beer is that they use real ginger, and I'm a huge ginger fan. It's a really beautiful gingery taste. They actually have their own ginger farms in Bundaberg to, I guess, meet the supply demands for their ginger beer as they're now exporting to over 50 countries around the world, which is pretty incredible for a small family-owned business from Bundaberg. I know. They started just over 50 years ago. Still family-owned, still operating. They've now grown it to export to that amount, and it's expanding even more. And they now have, I think, 19 different flavours outside of their ginger beer. They do, and they use real fruits and natural ingredients in their drinks, and that is certainly something we got to do a tasting of all 19 drinks. Wow, which that was was fun but also huge. hardcore <laughs> towards the end of those 19 because there Kate, is only so much fizzy you can have in your tummy at one time. Katie tapped out. I did. Oh. I, I'm, I'm sorry to say I didn't make it to the end. I was a little more concerned about Jasper who about halfway through, and it was awesome, you know, it was so good. Uh, Emily, who was looking after us, one of their beautiful customer service staff members there, included Jasper in absolutely everything. Really great. Even the tasting, and he had tiny little mouthfuls to taste them all, but he did give me the look halfway through, and I thought, ooh, ooh, this is not good, and we ducked off to the bathroom, and thankfully, (laughs) he weed. I wasn't sure what we were going to get, and he did come back to try some more, but I couldn't get through the entire 19. But I survived, (laughs) and I loved every mouthful of it as well. What is really special about this uh, factory tour is that it only costs twelve dollars mm. for adults, eighteen years and under are free. How unique is that? That's unheard of. Mm-hmm. But for your twelve dollars, you go through what is it like a mini brewery tour, and then you also get a six pack 
of your choice of those flavors to take home with you, which is such a bargain. Oh, and the tour itself, I think you said, Paul, it feels like, you know, you walk through this big door. It feels like you're literally stepping into a set on uh, Willy Wonka, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It's got this real magical feel to it. It's, again, very interactive. You can get hands-on. It's colourful. It's bright. You can see how the ginger beer is made. You get an insight into the actual factory which is also located on site um, and you can see how things are done on the factory floor they've got you know the big robot that they use for packing you can see the bottles coming along the conveyor it's really cool it is and it's great for any age i think it is it's certainly small but there's a level of interactivity uh, a level of magic like you say a real disney feel about it that really encouraged Jasper to make us go through a second time before we left (laughs) um, because he enjoyed it so much. It was excellent. As far as an immersive experience, but something that's also educational and entertaining, it I think it tops our list so far in our travels for low-cost, incredibly friendly, passionate staff, polished experience. Very. Yes. And to walk away, well, we walked away with... A dozen. A a dozen, pick your own flavours out of the 19, whatever you want. You get that included in your entry price with a paying adult. I mean, you can't top that. And although the tour is actually self-guided, which is great because you can go through at your own pace, we were very spoiled and given a bit of a VIP treatment and taken through by Tammy, who we should give a shout out to and say she was amazing. She gave us the best experience and took the time to really give us the history and the information on not only the family, but the factory and also the products that they're making as well. So we highly, highly love this experience. Definitely one to do while you're in Bundaberg. And it's unique to have a tourism product, you know, attraction that has so many passionate staff. You've got people coming in and out every day, every day, and to still have that level of... Enthusiasm and friendliness and the customer service was awesome it was the whole experience was amazing so yeah we'll go back something very unique that we did and i think you can actually do this online as well is that we created our own labels for the ginger beer bottles so you're able to upload a photo a family photo Mm -hmm. or take a photo there on site yes with all the bottles around you um and then they're printed on site and you can have them put onto a six pack for like $15, which <laughs> is amazing. So, uh, or otherwise you can just order the, the label, six labels, I think were $6. So yeah, quite a unique experience and something that we did as a, a bit of a, a Christmas gift for our family members because they would just love to have our faces on ginger Our heads beer. on a bottle. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, I think it's great. I think that's a good place for us to wrap up this week because we've had someone just uh, wake up and come out and join us. Are you going to say hello? Hi, everyone. Yes, Jasper, <laughs> your podcast debut. Me. Yeah, it is you, the one and only. 
So thanks again for listening. We would love to connect with you on social media and our website, all the w's.thefeelgoodfamily.com.au. And of course, you can find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Yes, we do release a weekly episode of our Family Travel Australia Feel Good Adventures on YouTube every Sunday night at 6.30 p.m. And if you've enjoyed listening to our podcast, we'd love you to subscribe and share it. And please give us a review. Yes, it would be wonderful. Well, thanks again for listening. Dream big. Look after your family. And happy trails.